The Sunday Sit Down on Algoa FM. There we go, it's uh, BTS on Algoa FM. The song's called Permission to Dance. A little bit of K-pop for you following on uh, the Jonas Brothers. It's kind of American pop then. Uh, the song called Who's in Your Head. So, it turns out I have the Clegg Brothers on the line. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, oh. man. <laughs> so, uh, we've got uh, Jaron and Jesse. Uh, so, I imagine you guys are, are sitting around uh, Jesse's phone and um, we're, we're going to yep. have a, yep. a, a little uh, catch up chat here. Um, it, just interestingly, um, <laughs> uh, Jesse, I realized something, uh, two things, in fact, that I am between you and your dad in age. In other words, I'm as much older uh, than you as he was than I am, if that makes any ah. sense. So, so, what <laughs> right. that, what well, that, so what what that means... Here you go. So you're right, right, in, right in the middle. <laughs> exactly. What what that means for me is um, that kind of as, as a nine-year-old, uh, when that song, Scatlings of Africa, came out, I was simply an avid music lover by then and didn't really have much of an idea of of what more there was to the story so th- that that for me is interesting and it it, it kind of places yeah. me in a, in a in a fairly unique place because um it, your dad was was part of the opening of my eyes to what it was that the fabric of society was around me because there was a very sophisticated and successful uh, propaganda machine in play at that time as as you would right. surely know um the other thing yeah. is yeah. Uh, Jesse very quickly uh, if i'm not mistaken the last time you and I spoke was maybe at the National Arts Festival in 2009 uh, when you had just celebrated your 21st birthday in New York. And it was ah, like a, well, not being able to drink, then being able to drink because 18 in South Africa, 21 in, <laughs> in the States. Yeah, for the Mandela Day concert. Jeez, that's a, that's, that's a blast from the past, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking That's of, amazing. Yeah, I, I went back to go and check. I mean, it's, it'll be a day that you guys will obviously never forget the day that your dad did in fact pass away. I actually yeah. had to go and check when it was. And I'll tell you why. And I, I, I'm going to stop speaking soon, I promise. <laughs> it, it, I can't believe it's a little more than two years ago. Um, yeah. I, I suppose especially because in many ways, the last year and a half just feels like a bad dream, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a very uh, strange um, transitional time for for us as a family, and uh, yeah, I suppose the COVID pandemic uh, you know sort of added this extra layer of uh, of I suppose anxiety and uh, and just trying to find uh, you know a new way to uh, to adjust to uh, you know life. Firstly, without my dad, and secondly, in in a new kind of world space that we find ourselves in. But, you know, I think that's the one thing that really gave us as a family an amazing um, focus and, and an amazing uh, sense of motivation was actually this book. You know, we all work together as a family yeah. to to use his manuscript and to, to, to find a way to, um, to, to turn it into something that was um, – cohesive and and we worked with the editor pan mcmillan and we basically it, it was like a, a project for us that we could all do you know in the safety of our homes yeah. <laughs> without yeah. having to leave and and also relive some of you know dad's um 
foremost and most sort of shaping memories and moments in his life. So it was actually like a, a wonderful kind of therapeutic thing that we got to do together. Yeah, I, w- I was about to say exactly that. So it turns out that your dad's last labor of love working on this is something that would surely have also helped you overcome intense and impressive sadness at, at losing him. Yeah, I think we we had to come to terms with it and we, we engaged with his his early life. You know, we, we, we had to. It was it was it was a project and there was a deadline and we had to do it and it was such a it was such an amazing thing to do because you know, the first thing you want to do when someone passes is you kinda of wanna just not you know, you, you wanna try and avoid those feelings and I think for us to, to, to dive in and to celebrate him was actually really cathartic yeah, cathartic for us. Cool. Um, so we were talking about the, 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 the fact that the last 18 months have, have been a bad dream. So one musician and one filmmaker, brother, um, as you said, good thing you had this to do. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely kept us busy and was uh, really quite an eye-opener for, I think, all of us to dig into some of these moments that my dad cherished and chose to speak about. Um, because I think, you know, a lot of these experiences that you find in the book and this narrative that he strung together... He really, he, he dug quite deep and uh, there were stories that even, you know, we, we actually weren't privy to, you know, that, that he really kept to himself even. And so it was quite a, you know, quite a beautiful kind of gift, like a, lo- uh, a last gift that he gave us. Yeah, so so the man who is half responsible for your being alive, um, yeah. you, you you discovered more about and in, in this process. That's really cool. Uh, the one yeah, thing that, that that's caught my eye is discussions are underway with a prominent director for the screenplay, and an announcement is due shortly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, when when it when we we are allowed to to say what it is, we'll we'll definitely let you know, man. <laughs> I was hoping for a scoop, but fine, we'll we'll play this your way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I think that you know, I think as a family, we 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 just our, our role now, and we feel you know honoured to be in this in this position is to celebrate and continue his legacy and to continue what he stood for and the the beautiful art that he created and the life that he lived. So, in you know, in whatever form, uh, we we just feel grateful and proud to be able to celebrate him uh, along with the rest of the world you know it's uh, for us he was he was our dad but you know he, he also had this whole other sort of uh, existence for for South Africa and and the world and the rest of the world so you know we feel like this is something that we do for our dad and also something that we do for yeah, our country in a way. <laughs> uh, well, yes, because um, in in some of the places that I've I've kind of done a bit of of other reading, um, it it is mentioned uh, the success story of Deluca and later Savuka is very well documented, but not as much about how it all began and how it went from the beginning to what we were, you know, allowed to discover more <laughs> of uh, after 1994. I suppose is is probably the best. Yeah. Way to call it. yeah. I like I like the fact that that you're, you're that there's such a lovely turn of phrase. Uh, there's humour in in kind of all the right places, and it does also shine quite a light on um, uh, the country he lived in at the time and and was was passionate about and passionate about it being better. Yeah. Well, better for for most of the people who lived in it than it was. Yeah. I mean, I think what's what's incredible about 
about what he's written is, you know, he wanted to write about his origins. And, you know, you really get a deep sense of his childhood and all the complicated political, social, communal, you know, pressures that were on South Africa at the time. And he was existing in this complicated space and he managed to find his way through it and connect with people that, that kind of, uh, you know, revealed this beautiful, magical, meaningful world of music and culture and, um, and, and, and a philosophy of life that actually gave him the ability to, to find himself. Yeah. And it's really, it, it, you know, it's, it's fascinating because he, 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 he wrote about this period uh, as, you know, as, as, as almost as if it was the most sort of magical and special time of his life, even though after that he went on to, you know, worldwide success and fame and all that stuff. But this time, this period in his life where he first encountered the Zulu culture and he first encountered music and anthropology, it's, it's just a version of South Africa that is so unique. And so, and, you know, my dad had this, vision of how South Africa could be and how he experienced it. And I just think it's such an important narrative to to celebrate right now in, in this moment that we're in. Uh, and, yeah, it's just wonderful, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, South Africa is such a complicated, beautiful place. And my dad really got to the heart of, of what this place is and what it can be. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it's just, a, it's just a, a, an adventure of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, uh, very much so. I must say, uh, just to pick out one or two things, the, <laughs> the story of um, uh, your gran and seven being your dad's lucky number, that was kind of cool. Um, the other thing that, that, that was quite a surprise to me is, is that uh, your dad didn't really see himself as a guitarist. And you're like, uh, and yet, uh, it's explained in a way that 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 then makes sense, which is really very really cool. Yeah, well, I think that he considered himself a songwriter first. Yeah, you know, he he, he was he wasn't um, someone who wanted to be like a session musician, like someone who could shred on the guitar. You know, for him, what 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 he fell in love with was the the storytelling and the narrative and the the meaning of the song. And so, you know, to him. You know, playing guitar was a means to an end, and the end was 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 storytelling and songwriting, and and the the the, the cultural kind of interplay between Western music and African music, which is where he found himself. Uh, you know, that was that was the the beautiful thing. And I mean, he happened to, I mean, Zulu guitar, Maskanda Maskanda guitar that he learned is yeah. actually incredibly challenging. It's a very yes. difficult style. Yes. So he 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 ended up you know, having to become proficient in this incredibly difficult style. So he turned out to be a, a great guitarist in his own right and in his own way. Yeah. But, you know, I think he never, he was never someone who learned to read music. He never learned music theory or anything like that. You know, for him, it was, it was more about the, the art form and the, and the self-expression and the storytelling. Yeah. It paints a very vivid picture for me because as I said, I, I am, I'm learning too from from reading because as i said you know there, there was a, a sophisticated and successful propaganda machine at play at the time um right. and it, like the, the way the story is 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 told and how very sneaky and resourceful he was at all the right times um is, is really really cool <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean the one one story that comes to mind is like the way he snuck uh, the bus you know his first kind of bus trip with Seaport to Zululand, uh, where he actually got like people to buy him the bus ticket, and uh, you know, and he had this whole kind of back and forth with the bus driver, and kind of working on on just 
kind of getting the whole, uh, you know, getting the whole bus late. So the bus driver would have to rush and, and just be like, okay, well, you can, you know, you can stay on the bus and let's just go, you know, because, uh, yeah. So he, he definitely, there, there was a, there were a lot of, um, I think it, it, it shows just how many players as well, you know, part of the community who really embraced him and helped him to, to kind of make this jump onto, you know, across the aisle. Yeah. Uh, and how supportive, uh, you know, people in uh, in the Zulu culture were, and how they embraced him. And and if you consider how different that is from the story that was being told officially at the time, um, also it's it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Gentlemen, thank you very much for taking out a little time uh, from. You can go and you have your Sunday lunch now. I will continue to host <laughs> the Sunday lunch here on Algo FM. Uh, the book is Scattling of Africa. It is the story of the early years of uh, Johnny Clegg. It was released on Friday. Yeah, yep. It's just just come out, and yeah. we're very excited to to that it's finally in the world. Yeah. Thank you, man. Right. Um, and we'll just talk uh, to you again. Let's not make it another two <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, as I was saying, um, do stay in touch then because you have now committed to me that um, as soon as there is an announcement to make, you won't drag your heels in, in passing on that information to us at Algo <laughs> FM. Yeah, thank you, man. No, we definitely will. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I hope you enjoy the book. <laughs> Cool, thank you. Uh, and nice to meet Jaron virtually. Um, yeah, nice to meet you, man. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the day. We'll chat again. Thanks, man. Cheers, man. Thank you. Cheers. On air. On air. Online. Online. And all over your world. This is Algoa FM.